Good day. Uh, today we have Matebe Robo from My Capital, uh, and we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship. Um, she's a scholar of entrepreneurship with a master's degree from uh, Vitz Business School in uh, Entrepreneurship and vent venture, cap uh, venture Creation, and also she's a chartered accountant by profession. Uh, good day, Matebe. How are you? Good day, Zai. I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, no, we are very happy to have you here. So, as we say, today is Entrepreneurship Day. Let's talk entrepreneurship. Um, what is an who is an entrepreneur and what is entrepreneurship? Okay, so that's a very good question because in general, entrepreneurship is about behavior and mindset. So an entrepreneur is someone who thinks and acts in an innovative way takes risks and spots an opportunity within the market to create a new venture or to create value. And what is entrepreneurship? The entrepreneurship is essentially that process. That process. Yeah. Okay, so I have seen a lot of people leaving their jobs and saying, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I'm starting an entrepreneurship Entrepreneur, is it something that you start or is it something that uh, was born in you and it's not necessarily a job description but a way of life? Yes, so if an entrepreneur or, or if entrepreneurship is based in behavior, then definitely it becomes a way of life. It becomes the way you behave, the way you act, the way you think. We actually say there's a concept of an alert individual or an alert entrepreneur because if you're alert then you're constantly seeking for opportunities as an entrepreneur so it's the way you live it's it's yeah it's essentially your thinking so of course it's not a job description per se but it is your ability to execute on an opportunity that you've spotted in the market uh, okay so i've seen um after the, at the World Economic Forum where Klaus Schwab and them said for countries to grow their economies, they have to specialize and focus on uh, entrepreneurship. And a lot of countries have uh, jumped onto that bandwagon. Uh, is this true? Do entrepreneurs grow the economy? Do they actually create jobs? Uh, is this true or it's, 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 uh, it's subject to testing? Okay, so entrepreneurship is very much linked to the Schumpeterian way of thinking in terms of economics. So Schumpeter is actually an, um, uh, an, was an economist, an Austrian-American economist in the 1940s, who actually started coining this term entrepreneur, which meant to enterprise. So it was linked directly to growth and stimulating the economy. But as we've known, um, neoclassical economics, when you look at um, Adam, so Adam Smith, <laughs> Adam Smith. Yes. when you look at Adam Smith um, and his Wealth of Nations, he started talking about division of labor and, and all of that, all of those mechanisms to grow the economy. When you look at your Schumpeter, it talks about all good, um, division of labor is all good, productivity is good, but there's a huge element that then growth of economies 
cannot be accounted for uh, just using those those elements of productivity and labor. And so Schumpeter started uh, basically saying that there's a large element of innovation that then fuels this growth of, of the economy. And he then linked innovation to entrepreneurship. Mm. So actually, um, that's why inherently entrepreneurship is about innovating. So it's not about starting a business mm-hmm. uh, per se. Yeah, It's about starting... Uh, or spotting an opportunity in the market that is innovative and creating an innovative solution mm-hmm. or bringing an innovative product to the market uh, and essentially taking the risk that is necessary while acting in a very autonomous kind of self-efficacy um, type of way. So believing in your ability to actually bring to fruition the idea that you have um, to to basically bridge that opportunity that you or exploit that opportunity that you spotted in the market. Wow! Wow! Entrepreneurship is also not about necessarily small business activity, mm-hmm. although small businesses and avenue to to, to 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 play out or to act entrepreneurially. Okay. Um, but even big businesses can think entrepreneurially as well. Mm-hmm. I've heard of intrapreneurs. They are entrepreneurs, definitely, and yeah. there's a notion of entrepreneurial orientation, okay. which is actually the the proclivity or the structure or the 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 tendency mm-hmm. of a particular management team to act in an innovative, proactive, risk taking type of way. Wow! So tell me, uh, I want to know more about the. Uh, the research that you did, uh, you said it was about high growth entrepreneurship, right? So maybe first of all, if you could just define to us what high growth entrepreneurship is, and then uh, we take it from there. So the research was about high growth entrepreneurship, making sure that in the in any economy we can stimulate the growth of a high growth enterprise or the number of high growth enterprises um, through investment, so or through seed investment. Now, a high-growth enterprise is an enterprise that grows itself, revenue-wise, mm-hmm. um, above 20% per annum over three years. Above 20%? Above 20% uh-huh. on average. All right. And creates an exponential number of jobs. So, normally, 20% in literature is one that it's, it's a universal, not necessarily universal, but it's a, it's a common, it's a common uh, denominator mm-hmm. of, of the, the actual growth in revenue. But essentially what we're saying about these enterprises is that you'll find enterprises that create 80% of revenue, yeah. 90% of revenue per annum, um, but also creating jobs at the same time. So that is a high growth enterprise. Wow. It has a number of characteristics and normally innovation is part of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally knowledge spillover effects come into play in, in terms of creating yeah, innovation. Yeah. Uh, normally, the founders would have some sense of um, knowledge in general, um, unique knowledge and IP. Is that why uh, in Silicon Valley they say that uh, we don't fund the idea; we fund the funders, uh, the founders, as in the team? Right. Absolutely. So, so a high growth enterprise would have the, all these 
different characteristics. But most importantly, what we found in the research is that where founders had a high sense of entrepreneurial orientation, mm. which is what I referred to earlier as the ability to take risk, um, innovate rapidly, and proactively lead the market, have mm. a competitive aggressiveness in the market. Where we find entrepreneurs who behave in this particular way, it is likely that they are driving high growth enterprises. Wow. Um, so again, yeah. uh, a question just popped to my mind. So is there a link between uh, high growth enterprises and VC capital that has been dispersed? As in, are VCs able to 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 fork out these people that are these uh, entities that are high growth and actually fund them, or they are missing them? So that was a very that was a key part of the research as well in terms of figuring out whether venture capitalists are able to spot mm. um, or predict which enterprises will become high growth enterprises. Mm. While venture capitalists have certain things that they look for, mm -hmm. um, particularly in terms of an entrepreneur's ability to get traction, yeah. um, be able to sustain intense activity for a long time mm -hmm. from a character perspective, a management team that has some sense of unity and, and unified purpose, um, product, um, some kind of product that's innovative, while they're able to look at these different elements, VCs themselves are not able to predict which high, which enterprises will be So high. are they using guesswork, like, uh, or Lotto, Tatama Chance? However, <laughs> <laughs> what, what venture capitalists are able to do is that they're able to almost attract resources um, to a high growth enterprise because anyone that seems to be funded or any enterprise that seems to be funded by venture capital then gains credibility. So they're able to attract the resources mm. to these enterprises um, and therefore these enterprises actually end up creating jobs ah, in that sense. Okay. So they then would be able to create the jobs they then would be able to create, gain some kind of traction in the wow. market and, and grow wow. their revenue. VCs are important in that sense, mm. and that's why that they then must have a good understanding of how to then what is the linkage between a high growth enterprise mm -hmm. and entrepreneurial orientation. Okay, so generally, um, at what stage are both VCs like in South Africa funding? Are they funding at seed, at growth stage, or they just PE uh, investors? Yeah, so South Africa is, is, is unique in a sense that a lot of the investment um, that comes from the venture capitalists per se is not necessarily purely at seed. In fact, um, only 2% of SAFCA's portfolio is actually truly funded at seed. Most of SAFCA members that, that, are, that are South African venture capitalists and private equity society mm -hmm. um, or the Southern Africa uh, venture capital private society mm. association association yeah. yeah so most of their members fund mostly at growth capital mm. so they would want someone to have de-risk de-risked mm. a an enterprise completely mm -hmm. and then fund that enterprise um there are some people who play in the space so there are some almost seed uh partners that play in the space and sorry, including 
um, development funding institutions, mm-hmm. as well as um, some angel investors, as well as um, even grant funders would try playing the space in as the well. Space as well. But I think for me, even as we start getting more people coming into the seed investment stage, the approach of funding an enterprise needs to there needs to be some kind of innovation around it. So um, one of those, when I talk about innovation, I talk both at the approach as to how we assess risk, mm-hmm. because the way we look at risk in South Africa is, is still very much uh, private equity yeah. listed yeah. approach. You, you, they expect a, an entrepreneur to to have a good credit rating. <laughs> so an entrepreneur who's basically yeah. left his job or her job yeah. to start this enterprise and they've gone without pay for so long, yeah. you know, it's quite difficult to maintain your credit at that point. So for example, that's, yeah. those are one of the things. So even the way we need, we assess risk, so that needs to change, but also the financial instruments that we use to fund entrepreneurs mm-hmm. need to change. Yeah. So you look at, for example, Y Combinator mm-hmm. um, in the States that actually developed what we call the SAFE, the Simple Agreement for Future Equity, Okay. which is one way of innovating in terms of the approach of funding a startup. It's like a pay-forward type it's like of... A pay for, it's exactly. Paid-forward, yeah. Yeah. So whereas here we're still stuck on, is it still what is the actual valuation mm-hmm. and what am I getting for it now? And so forth and so forth uh, from an equity perspective and uh, leaving it all the way to just simply funding equity, I mean, uh, equipment to working capital without the necessary connection in terms of opening up that those networks for, for mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. And studies have also shown that even um, social network is what... Social capital, sorry, is what most entrepreneurs would also need to need. succeed. Yeah. So I think a rethinking and an innovation in that space mm. actually needs to happen. So in one sentence, what are the two things that would change? you would change if you were Minister for Entrepreneurship today? What two things would you change in South Africa? So I'm very passionate about funding entrepreneurs. I would definitely change the way development funding institutions fund, mm-hmm. so their approach to funding. And then secondly, ecosystem building, um, I would definitely start making sure that the different pieces of the ecosystem start talking to each other, but having measurable outcomes at each stage. Sure. No, thank you very much. My pleasure.